Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. It is Monday, October the 5th. It's Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have got some NFL stuff to discuss. Holy bejesus. Chris, your ticket did not cash. Your Dan Quinn first-to-be-fired ticket is officially dead. You can rip that thing up, toss it out, all that good stuff, because Bill O'Brien has been set on fire. <laughs> can you believe it? Are you surprised at this at all? I can't. I just, I, I don't. All I want. <laughs> oh, we, I we, want we, a lot of things right now. and you play that's just the way it goes sometimes sometimes you're going to have losers all right i did everything right here i I made the right call i got the best action i got the best number that we keep having chris freeze on us i don't know what exactly is going on for all the me fire I don't know what to tell you, brother. Hey, I don't. I don't know either. I don't know. You you keep freezing on I, your end a little bit. Terry jumped I just, in already. I just went on the, the biggest rant in the world. We we got some of missed. it. We got some of it. But we where you froze, Terry jumped in. He said, "Wow, Chris froze up and looks so sad, like someone kicked his puppy." Like, <laughs> nah. Oh no! Don't kick my dog. I won't. I won't be sad. Believe that. Hey, let's be let's go ahead and murderous. run through. Uh, the, the normal recap, normal rundown, whatever you want to call it. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Make sure you go over there, check it out. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to all the different live spots. Of course, we're on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Periscope, Twitch. I'm out of sorts today. I can't, I've, I've, we're late. We're, I'm running behind. I got all this stuff going on. It's a, it's a disaster. So, uh, but either way, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe on all the different live feeds. If you want to be a part of the show, obviously, 
There's a chat box right there on your screen, all the different platforms that we are on. Like I said, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook, all of those will populate right in there. You can be a part of the conversation no matter which one of these you're on. So uh, if you are on YouTube, like the video, share it out, tell your friends about it, make sure you are subscribed, etc. We have got a lot to discuss. Let's go ahead and talk about this main, oh, our college football content, by the way. Uh, Chris not not doing so bad. Not doing so bad on our picks and whatnot over at Sportsbook Review. Make sure that you go and check it out, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, and uh, and make sure you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. Um, we got Monday Night Football tonight. We're going to talk about that here momentarily. But first, the biggest story of the day, which I just brought up, Bill O'Brien, Texans head coach, 0-4 this year, and they are officially uh, parting ways with Mr. O'Brien. He is the GM and the head coach, and he is done with both. He took over play calling. He took over the GM spot. They basically gave him the reins and said, all right, you knock this out. And then on top of that, they signed his quarterback to an ungodly 140-some-odd million bajillion-dollar contract and traded away all of his help. <laughs> and and now what have we got? We got an 0-4 team. Um, and Terry jumps in. He said, what the hell was up with Mississippi State this Saturday? Uh, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I think it was the right move to fire him. I mean, obviously, you and I, like, he. I don't think he's an awful head coach. I mean, their schedule to begin this season was ungodly. But uh, he has had plenty of opportunity to cement himself in that job, and he just has not been able to get it done. Um, were you at all surprised that they went ahead and pulled the trigger this early? I mean, I, yeah, I was caught a little off guard with it, uh, mainly because he had – so much power in that uh, in that office, with 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 all of the the GM positions that they get. This owner just kept letting him fail upward and upward and upward. It was something that I didn't understand or expect. He was not on the list of coaches that I thought was going to get fired early. I thought Patricia would hurt me. I thought Gates would hurt me. Um, I, I thought he wouldn't last after the off season. But I, I didn't think that he would, he would, you know, get fired in the middle of the season after, definitely after week four. Um, but yeah, it, it's here's my problem with the Houston Texans. So let's actually just address the situation. They have no draft pick. The the Dolphins right now. You want to buy stock in a football team? If you could buy stock in teams like you can in companies, I I would go get a, a sizable investment on the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Miami Dolphins are sitting right now. They're not great. They got all their picks for next year. They also have the Houston Texans' first and second round pick of next year. Those could be two top five picks that they could get real healthy, oh, yeah. real fast. Oh, yes. Yes, they absolutely could. Absolutely could. You're right about that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with the Texans. Uh, this was a little earlier than I thought. St. Robinson jumped in on YouTube, said, that's the right move. How do you trade D-Hop and think anything's going to go right? That was the beginning of him showing incompetent. That was not the beginning. The beginning oh, oh, no. was... <laughs> no, 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 no. His, his level of incompetency happened whoa before that. Look, it, the, the trade for Laramie Tunsil was, uh, I mean, you had to pay for him twice. You gave up they, two first-rounders. and Now, you they paid... needed O-line help. Yes. They needed Laramie. The problem is, is, one offensive lineman doesn't help your offensive line. True. You got you paid a lot for him in picks and in money, like you just said. You paid for him twice, 
and your O-line still sucks. This is not like going and getting an edge rusher or a shutdown corner to where one player at that level actually helps a lot. No, it does not help a lot. It still hurts. I mean, look, the, the your your favorite player of all time, Joe Thomas, was maybe the best offensive lineman. Nope, no, no, uh, no, no, no babies. No babies. <laughs> He is, and that's not hyperbole, Gary. It's not, I know. you know, it's not know. It, over 10,000 snaps. He is the greatest offensive lineman to ever play. If we knew how to compare an O lineman to a pass rusher, to a DB, to a quarterback, to a receiver, he's in the conversation with Tom Brady and Jerry Rice as the greatest football players of all time. All time. It's not a question. But here's the deal. And the offensive line still sucked a That's lot what I was in saying. Cleveland. Yes. A the, lot. I, you had the the greatest offensive lineman of all time, yes. and the offensive line was still bad. Like 100%. So that's that's the issue here is, yeah, you can get a couple of pieces here and there if you're the Texans. I mean, they've got Deshaun Watson. You would think that he would be able to muster up something. But, I, I, I'm going to tell you this. If Sean, Deshaun Watson's agent worth his salt at all there would be some type of force majeure clause in this to where he is tied to bill o'brien all right i don't know why you would want to be tied to bill o'brien but with the way this team is set bill was the gm and his head coach bill's the one that signed this contract if bill's gone i get an out clause i get to walk away from all this money yeah i have no idea i know the guy's gonna make a metric shit ton of money i get that i've never understood now you're talking to a guy that's broke okay we 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 grew up poor and 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 so a little bit of money goes a long way for us it don't take a lot to impress me i've never understood the concept of you will play for a dog shit football team for 150 million dollars or you could play for a really, really good football team for $70 million. I would 100% play for the $70 million because what in the hell can I do with 70 that I can't do? What with, with a 140 that I can't do with 70? Agreed. Absolutely agreed. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And on top of that, you're going to live for a, a much team, better life. Yeah, if a you much play, better life. If you play for a good team, you're going to make that yeah. back in endorsements. Oh, oh, yeah. Tenfold. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. ridiculous. Uh, well, jumping hang in, on. you're just going to survive. You're not going to take the hits. There was a time last year, the reason they had to go get Laramie was because he got hit so hard in the game against Jacksonville, I believe, that he couldn't fly on the team plane the next week because the altitude would put too much pressure on his ribs that would puncture his lung. Yeah, that's a little that, bit of a problem. That's a little bit of a problem. I think I would gladly take a pay cut to get the hell out of that <sighs> shit show. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, McKinnon jumps in on the comments on Facebook. He said, uh, uh, O'Brien as a GM screwed him as a coach. Uh, as a GM, he was absolutely awful. As a coach, was not bad. Uh, and I think that's true. I, I don't think he was awful as a coach, but, I mean, it, the schedule that they had this year was just a, Nobody could win against that. It's just ridiculous. Um, the Brown Yeti said, uh, I don't know, Terry, my first comment uh, didn't work properly. Did go through because of self-harm. Uh, I will be using my cowbell all week against my face, probably. <laughs> uh, let's see. Terry said, yeah, Brown Yeti, that was just bad. Damien jumps in. He said, my question is, what the hell is the Falcons and the Jets taking so long to fire Quinn and Gaze? Well, the Falcons play tonight. So, the, you know, I, we'll if, see. I'm telling you, if, if Gaze, I mean, if Quinn gets fired tonight, I'm going to be, hey, Terry, I'm, Terry, I'm just going to feel defeated. Terry said, uh, they just wanted to make sure that Chris lost his bet first. Oh yeah, no, that's hundred percent right. It's, it's I, I'm on a downward spiral. Let's just keep taking her down. Just, just we got to hit rock bottom somewhere. Hey, David uh, Chamillo jumps in. 
And, yeah, you know, here, Damien said, uh, I thought Bill would be fired after the meeting with Hopkins when he was talking about Aaron Hernandez for no damn reason. I know. Uh, How weird was that conversation? Oh, that that's got a strange out. thing, man. Strange ordeal. Uh, David Chamillo brings up a comment to get us off of the Bill O'Brien topic, and I think that is a smart idea. We're, let's, let's go ahead and talk about these Monday Night Football games. Um, we talked about Pats Chiefs. Obviously, Cam Newton is not going to play tonight. You took the Pats at plus seven in one of your official bets. Do you want to hop off of that now that it's at 11, or do you want to stick with the Pats? Okay. I, obviously, it'd be stupid to keep the pick, but I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my honor. I honor bets. Uh, it's, it's, it's part of the record. It's okay. part of the deal. There's no hopping off. I believe your word, a man's word is a man's word. Okay. It just matters. Now, now with this, and obviously, it, so if you had a ticket on the Sunday game, that ticket has been canceled. So that, is it really? Yes, it has been because the game was it had to have been played on Sunday because it I didn't switched know to Monday. That. Oh yeah, because it switched to Monday, you can take the Pats at plus eleven now if you would I'm like. I'm not going to gonna talk about this. the The company, my online book, it is still a pending wager right now. That is strange. A lot of it. So my one of mine, one of my books that I go on, uh, canceled. Canceled my bet because I had the pass. I plus sure, sure would have liked that cancel. I, I'll, I'll take yeah. that cancel in the real world. Oh, here, this, that's this isn't for real. It's fine. That's I'm okay strange. with keeping my word. Okay, keep and it. I'll tell you this. Listen, if I got to go into this dog fight, okay, against the best football team in the country, I, I, I won't, I won't Bill B in my locker. I won't, yes. I won't Bill B in my foxhole. There's nobody I want in my foxhole more than Mr. Belichick. David Chamillo said, I like how everybody's on KC tonight. That gives me more reason to bet the Pats' money line. I'll put my money on the best coach in history. In history. that He's the guy you own your foxhole. No, you don't like him if you're against him. But if he's yours, it's just really hard to not at least have some confidence that this ain't going to be as bad as we think it's going to be. Yes, I think you're right about that. Uh, Darren McArdle jumps in, Kansas City minus 10. Yeah, you can get some 10s out there. Uh, Terry jumps in, told you Cam was going to go down for something this season. So, hey, don't be a dick, Terry. <laughs> uh, Falcons Packers comes up after that game. Uh, Packers down to a five and a half point favorite. This I don't is understand. one of those situations where I think we're going to see some Monday night bullshit happening with the NFL. This is really strange, right? And now, if we, the Falcons come out and win this game, I'm calling chicanery. Well, we know that uh, we know Lazard and uh, and Adams are both out. But I think they've yeah, still got Lazar enough. Lazard doesn't really mean that much. Adams has been out. Well, you say that, but Lazard games. Lazard had like eight catches for 146 yards and two touchdowns last week. So like he took over for Adams. Now both of them yeah, are out. He took over for Adams, and another guy's going to take his place. And another, these are all note outside of Adams. These are all just dudes. They're just guys that you throw out wide receivers. Or a dime a dozen, man. Yeah. They just are. The elite ones are special. Everybody else is, is just for free. This is why you don't draft them. Who are the best teams in the last 10 years? Well, the Packers are one of the best teams in the last 10 years, and they haven't drafted a receiver in the first round ever in the history. The Patriots are the best team in the last 10 years, and they've never drafted a wide receiver in the first round. Like, most of the best franchises realize you don't have to go out and get these guys. They'll fall to you. They'll come to you. The Seahawks don't spend first-round picks on wide receivers. Like, the, these are well-ran, unbelievably good organizations that understand that you can just find these guys. There are fast dudes out there all over the place. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Teaching somebody to run routes is something I've never understood why that's hard. Now, I'm an offensive lineman. Okay, I was a defensive lineman. 
I had to learn technique. I had to learn footwork. I'm sure there's nuances to running routes. I've never understood looking at a route tree and saying, oh, that's a post route. That's a curl route. Like, like when they say he doesn't know the route tree, I don't know what the hell that means <laughs> because it doesn't seem that hard. It, it's really not, but it, you have to have fantastic footwork and you have to be able to create separation from your defender, right? Like Jerry Judy is a master at this. Yes. Even in the NFL, he has been fantastic yeah. at it. But and he's you can, also a freak athlete, though, we, too. Uh, agreed, agreed. It, it helps doing that, but you have to be really good at running the route, right? So a lot of guys, the footwork and whatnot is involved in doing that. Uh, so Justin Jefferson was really good at it. Yeah, but he's, he's also, great. He's, yeah. he's not... Like the freakiest. I mean, he's obviously an NFL number one wide receiver. He's yeah, an he's, athlete. He's great. But he's not Jared Judy. He's not Des Bryant. He's not look at that guy and say, holy shit, that dude's an athlete. He's he's just not. He has to have some technique to him that other guys don't, some tricks that other guys don't. Yeah. Uh, St. Robinson, by the way, jumps in. All Aaron Rodgers needs uh, are a pair of hands. Yeah, that's Probably true. I think I really do think that's true, and I also think they're going to run the football right down their damn throat. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. You're right about that. Terry Brewer jumps in. He said, uh, "Can't help it, Chris is just who I am." And just letting you know, uh, Darren said, "If Cam was not out, I would be on Patriots all day." David Chamillo said, "Another public favorite. Give me Atlanta." Uh, well, here's the deal: they're not a public favorite. Uh, that line was at seven. It's down to five and a half. A lot of tickets coming in on Atlanta, and I've got to guess it's because of Adams being out because he, he was officially ruled out today. Um, let's see. Tell it like it is. Chris from Darren McArdle. Mark one said, hi, boys. He said Notre Dame is back. Yep, that's right. They're actually getting to play this weekend. That's definitely a good thing. Uh, Terry said, Jamarcus Russell will tell you hands down. It's hard to know routes and what they are. <laughs> that's that's hey, You know that true. there was a day and a time where I was – I was friends with guys that were buying a lot of memorabilia. Now I'm not a stuff guy. I don't like stuff. Okay. Um, and I had, at one point in time on this memorabilia website, I found for like $12 a Demarcus Russell signed Raiders Jersey. And I almost bought it just because I can't find t-shirts for $12. It's like, hell, I'll wear this thing. If I can get one fat enough to fit me, it don't uh, need to be signed. That, uh, and even if it was signed, I'd hey, still wear it. That reminds me there was uh so I years ago, uh, there was a band called Saliva. Do you remember Saliva? I, I know, I know okay. Saliva. I'm not, so, I'm not that bad. Their, uh, their lead singer was a big old boy, uh, much he like He was yourself. a big old boy, yes. Uh, I went to see them open for Nickelback forever ago. Now, I, it, this was back. They, that's who I toured with the first time was Saliva. Like, I was a runner for them for my first that. ever whatever. So, uh, I went and hung out with them and, and whatnot. And on stage, he wore a Jamarcus Russell Raiders jersey. <laughs> Like, right after he was drafted. It was insane. I was like, you're wearing this on stage? I'm, like, I'm going to bet he paid a lot, though, for his. Oh, I was wow. going to pay I was, yes. I was gonna pay $12 and still didn't. Like, mm, no, it's I'm just, insane. I'm good. It's absolutely insane. Damien said, Patriots are going to need to pay the uh, the refs extra to win this game tonight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, Damien. Trying to get us stirred up every every day we come on here. Damien does They're going to get destroyed. You can't even let them get destroyed. Yeah, just let them get destroyed. Hey, you know what? What's going to be funny is if Brian Hoyer comes out and plays, you know, with uh, – with, with his bald head on fire. Oh I was going to say his hair on fire, but he ain't got any. No. Uh, hey, Terry said, show him that awesome Sandberg hat. Hey, I've got I've got the Ryan Sandberg hat. I've, I've got it in my room right now. So, you know, I, I went ahead and put it in storage, kept it where the boy couldn't get to it because the Cubs are out of the playoffs, of course. But uh, we don't want to talk about that. Let's uh, let's go through this Sunday recap. We're going to have to kind of fire through this fairly let's quickly roll. because we, we got started late. Um, 
week four, we're just going to discuss the Sunday games because obviously Monday night has not been played, and Thursday we already discussed. Let's start off with this. Uh, some of these we will go super fast on. Jaguars, Bengals, uh, your boy gets his first win, Joe Burrow. Uh, Joey covers. Yes, Joey covers. Is that what you four, mean? Four and zero against the spread this year, or four? Well, three zero and one. It's it's three zero and yeah. one. That w- that one game was a push. Yes, but uh, but that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Terry said, "Way to make me sad again, Gary." Yeah, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Uh, look, Bengals get their first win. Uh, looked good. Jaguars are who we thought they were. It kind of sucks. Gardner Minshew was still good. Twenty seven out of forty three hundred fifty one yards, two touchdowns. Uh, but Joe Mixon. When I've been waiting, I've got him on my fantasy team. He's my starting running back on my fantasy hey, team. He's he's, he's legit, baby. Oh yeah, he's I've been legit. waiting on. It just took a minute. That offensive line is bad, which is going to hurt him as well. Yeah, but but he showed he's got the uh, the receiving abilities. Man, he he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He had a a receiving touchdown, had some yards. Like he looked good, looked good. So, you know, I'm in with it. Terry jumped in. Astros beating the A's seven to five right now. I didn't even know there was a baseball game going on. Yeah, I knew. I knew that was happening. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna bring up baseball That's, though. I've, so I've been dealing with work. He, let me know. let me ask you a question, man. Um, Jags offense is not their problem. I know that. I know that if they if they lose a lot, and they're they're not doing good. Like people are gonna say, you know, hey, they need a new quarterback, whatever. Man, I don't. I, I'm a little biased. I don't think I like Minshew. He's not the problem, dude. That offense looks good. That offense looks fine, and they're missing a lot of pieces as well. They can't stop anybody either. Yes, they need defense. I will tell you help. this. That defense, they could have had nine or ten. I watched every snap of this football game. Nine or ten uh, uh, roughing the passer calls because Burrow got the ball out of his hands fast. And, I mean, it was good two, three steps and then still hit him and knocked him down over and over and over again. And the refs threw a couple of flags, but they didn't. at some point they were just like, we can't throw all of these, Jesus. Yeah. But they just wouldn't stop. I, now you know me. I'm a we play football guy. We you don't sit, you don't bench, you don't you don't ride the pine. If you're the guy, you're the starter. You go out there and you fight for your team. This week they got the Ravens coming up. Boy, this might be one of them weeks where I, I kind of wouldn't be upset if Joey got the shits or something and couldn't play. Yeah, I mean you you don't want to get him killed. Um, but I, I would also like to see what he can do. You know, I want to. I would like to see what he could do, like do, do. I just man, this line is going to get him killed. It's they really, really bad. are. Yeah, that line is really, really bad. Uh, let's move off of that game. Let's talk about your Brownies. Um, Brown Yeti jumps in. Let's talk about Dak being the only thing going for the Cowboys. Uh, hey, David Chamello said, C.J. Beathard cost me the over yesterday. <laughs> uh, Terry said, how about them boys? The damn Eagles are in first. No one from the East should be allowed in the playoffs. It's so sad. Uh, it probably is. Uh, let, let's talk about that. 49-38. to 38. Look, the Browns, I mean, they almost, almost uh, they almost cocked shit it the up. bed. I mean, yeah, they look, Dak, 41 out of 58, 502 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, Dearness Johnson, 13 carries for 90, uh, 95 yards, excuse me, um, for Cleveland. I mean, he he's rising up the boards, right? Kareem Hunt looks good. Nick Chubb went out, but they, they tossed this kid in there, and he can run too. That, that Browns offensive line is something serious, man. And this is what they should have been doing from the very beginning, and it's why they're 3-1 and one right now. Uh, don't leave your offense to Baker Mayfield. Get him well, to hand the ball. I will tell you this. They didn't. They didn't. Baker just couldn't make plays, whatever. They put up 48 points. Was it 48 points? 40, well, it's 49. But 49. Yeah. Yeah, because of the export two points. It was, it was um, 41 through yeah, three quarters. For, for a long time. They got to 41 real fast, and they just took the gas off, which I mean, is it, stupid. It was 41 to 14 heading into the fourth quarter. 
Yep. And then yep. they give no, up we almost points. We almost had a situation where this is just, I don't know how to explain that. But we, we got out of it. We're fine. Let me tell you something. 49 points. Baker Mayfield threw for less than 200 yards. I think he's the only starting quarterback that played the entire game all week so far that threw for less than 200 yards. I think everybody yeah. got 200. Well, I mean, it, it, at he, this point. They but, are winning in spite of him. We, now, I would say this. Everyone that touched the football, there were six different people that ran the football, running backs or receivers. All of them averaged seven yards or more per carry. Oh, yeah. it was. It Odell was Beckham bloodshed. Jr. averaged 52 yards a carry. <laughs> that, that old thing was insane. I swear to God. I'm, I had him on my fantasy. My fantasy team, I thought I was in Ooh, deep uh, trouble. Because I, you know, I, I had to move guys. I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to have Clyde, so I moved him out. Uh, I didn't know what was going on with uh, my Titans guys or my Steelers players, so I moved them out, and I ended up striking gold. I, I don't know how I did it, but uh, but it worked out well. This Browns game was ridiculous to watch. Um, let's see, Saint Robinson jumps in. Oh, what is? Uh, Mark said, what is Chris's size for a jersey? Oh, you got it. I got that. him. Got I got him. I'm, I'm, I'm sending in. Uh, I'm let's see. Trade Minshew to Chicago for Trubisky, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, see. no. If, if Minshew was in Chicago, he'd be cutting that damn city up. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Darren McArdle said uh, that tie put them in uh, first place. First place, I yeah. know. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I hate the Eagles Just ridiculous. so bad. Just ridiculous. Um Let's see, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. A lot of teams are just ironing out the wrinkles. Basically, it's week one of a normal football season in this new normalcy. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, I guess. No, I, hang on. Now. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think the first four – I said this before the season started. I think the first four weeks are preseason. The first four weeks absolutely are preseason. Hey, Mark said uh, Mark said you're going to wear a Notre Dame jersey? I, w- I would absolutely I bet you would wear absolutely a Notre Dame jersey. Like, I think you look good in Hey, jersey. we did a couple of years. It was, it was probably last year. At some point in time, we were just looking for an idea of something to talk about. Hell, it might have been this offseason. One of my favorite uniforms of in all of college football is the Notre Dame green jersey. Okay. I, I, think it's, I think it's in the top five conversation discussion of my favorite jersey at all. Yeah. No, I love, yeah, love I the shamrock. Love the shamrock. I look. I grew up in a good, wholesome Catholic family. I, oh yeah. Listen. Hey, you you got some ties. You got some ties oh, yeah, to Notre Dame. Absolutely. Let's uh let's move off of the Browns and the Cowboys uh, because good lord that it, uh, the overs are just that's the play. That's the play from here on. Oh, that's the, the play forever. Hey, yeah. Jer- Jerry Jones blaming this game on Dak. I just I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know what. Like, if you're Dak at some point, do you finish the season and you just walk? Like, there is no more negotiations? I mean, I guess they could franchise him again, but I don't know that they would. I mean, you got me. I, I don't know what to make of this situation. I, I think there is something just broken in the relationship. So, I can, I can fix the Cowboys situation. Jerry wants one more ring before he dies, and he knows it's coming. I, I'm going to tell you. Jerry, you're a gazillionaire. So one of the reasons they have the problems that they have, I know we don't want to spend all the time on this, but one of the reasons they have the problems that they have right now is because one of the reasons I think McCarthy got the job and nobody else got the job is because McCarthy was willing to keep all of his coaches. Jerry has notoriously been extremely cheap with hiring head coaches. Now, that's no different with the rest of his staff. He just re-upped that entire staff the last year or two. And he didn't want to fire all those staff members. So he brought McCarthy in and kept everybody else. And you want to know why nothing has changed? Because you're running the same shit Jason Garrett was running. Yeah. And, and you've it. got injuries. You're going for it on fourth down a little more. 
you've got injuries galore on defense, but aside from the injuries on defense, it's the guys on defense look like they don't they're not can, even I can, trying. I can fix I can fix this tomorrow. Jerry, give me a call, throw me a couple thousand dollars, and I'll tell you. Just just drive down to Tuscaloosa, fly down to Tuscaloosa, <laughs> tell Nick, name a number. Name a number and come on to the NFL. That team is a de- a defensive-minded great head coach away from competing for a Super Bowl winning the Super Bowl. Do you not agree with that? Yeah, I think you're probably right. They got the right. talent on defense. I think they have the talent on defense. I think they have no discipline at all. I think their training is sluggish and soft. They're not practicing tackling at all. No. I think Nick. I do think Nick would fix that. It would also get his ass out of my hair for the rest of his life because I, I think he God. would retire. I think he would get his NFL Super Bowl ring, the one thing he's missing off of his pedestal, and then he would head to that lake in Georgia. St. Robinson said McCarthy is Jason Garrett 2.0, and Terry said, but McCarthy doesn't clap as good as Garrett. Yeah. Oh that's, no. That's no. true. That's true. The clapper is. Oh wait, no, yeah. it's that, straight up like that. that right. That offense. That offense in New York oh. looks stellar, though, doesn't it? Oh, it looks fantastic. <laughs> uh, all the people that have been screaming that Jerry was going to go out and grab Lincoln Riley. Uh, Why? Give me you a have break. Lincoln Riley right it's, here. It's have you seen Oklahoma? Thing. It's the same thing. They don't tackle and they can't play defense, and the offense is just good enough to lose close games. That's it. This is this is Oklahoma 2.0. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It is absolutely. It's Big 12 football in the National Football League. Let's move off of that game. Let's right. talk about Saints and Lions. Uh, Saints win 35-29. to 29. Lions had a pretty good comeback uh, showing up late. I mean, they, they went up 14 to nothing in this game, and you and I both were like, ho-ho, what is happening here? I talked to you yesterday about this game, and uh, – and it felt like Drew had a a little more zip on the ball, man. He has thrown like an old man for the first however many weeks. And yesterday, he looked a little better. Now, he only did 19 out of 25, 246 yards, two touchdowns. Pretty good, efficient stats, right? Yeah, very, very efficient. But, you know, not massive numbers. Alvin Kamara, 19 carries, 83 yards, one touchdown. I I thought we saw a little more out of Drew actually being able to make plays. I felt good about it. I felt good about, you know, what the Saints are doing right now because they were able to come back from 14 to nothing. They raced that pretty quickly. Uh, went up 28 to 14, and then it was just, you know. Ball game from there. Yeah, ride it out from there because I, I felt good about this team. So. I didn't. I didn't. Um, all the corners for, for uh, the lines were out again. Um, I, I just thought, that, you know, this was a perfect opportunity for Drew Brees to get healthy and look good. Um, and, 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 and that's exactly what happened. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I do think that Lions offense looks much improved. God, it's amazing how different they look with Galloway in that in that offense oh, and when yes. he's not. Yeah, it's a big difference. Big difference. That dude, that dude's that dude's incredibly talented. I mean, he's God, it, how do they just keep getting great wide receivers and just nothing happens with them? Uh, you got me. I mean, they they got to they got to fix that defense. They got to fix. They defense. they have to. They have to. And and I think they thought that's what they were doing when they hired Patricia, but. It just oh, has no, not he is he has been far from fixing. He's yeah. definitely deserving of being fired. You have got that correct. Moving on, Seahawks win at Miami. Uh I this was a seventeen to fifteen game with like 
less than five minutes left. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And ended up 31 to 23. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. I thought I was going to get the cover because I had the Dolphins plus seven. Um, and I felt good about it until. I thought there was a world in which the Dolphins could help him win. But yeah, that didn't but, happen. But instead, of course, uh, we get a, a 31-23 final. Russell looked fantastic. He didn't throw as many touchdowns as we've gotten used to. Two touchdowns in it. But 24 out of 34, 360 yards is not bad. And Chris Carson had a pretty good day. Two touchdowns rushing. 16 carries for 80 yards. Uh, you know, Miami still, you know, looks all right. Like, I, this is not the time to start Tua at all. A lot of people on Twitter yesterday were yelling for that. This ain't this ain't Fitzpatrick's that. not the problem. It's not. He's yet. a real. He's a really good quarterback, as old yeah, as he is. He really is. Like, he's, he's really good. And and their relationship, by the way, between Fitz and Tua, like, you could see them on the yeah. sideline, like, laughing oh, no, no, at each no. other and yeah. whatnot. Like, it's you're, you're talking to a guy in Fitz that is completely comfortable in his own skin. Yes. He he is not worried at all about somebody coming in and taking his job or doing it. He is – I've never seen a guy more safe in his own skin that everybody in the world kind of is clamoring for him to be gone. But he, he knows – I, he he's the best chance for them to win. Brian Flores is still trying to win win football games. Yes, you are correct. Damian jumps in. Ford family needs to sell the damn team. Talking about the Lions. Uh, St. Robinson said Fitz is looking sharp. Uh, Brown Yeti said Mr. Unlimited was limited. <laughs> he was a little bit yesterday. He was limited. To he was, he was. But I'll tell you this, man. It's like it's like ninety something degrees and hundred percent humidity down in Miami, and they're probably not used to that coming from Seattle. You got that right. You got that. That was one of the situations. Right. I had him. I had him as an underdog money line play. Long shot. I know. Got really good. I understand that's why you get those odds. But because that's a long trip, and and when you haven't been breathing that water air, man, it's tough. It's tough. I know you get a lot of rain up in Seattle, but it's not the same, man. That's a lot of altitude up there. Now, Come down here right. in the swampy, muggy world. And speaking of swampy and muggy, we'll, we'll talk about the Bucks here momentarily. Did you see this come across the wire that that Chris Jones is out for tonight for no. the Chiefs? Mm-mm. I mean, it, so Chris Jones inactive will not play tonight for the Chiefs. He was questionable. I'll take it. He uh, he leaves the Chiefs with three and a half sacks. Uh, uh, I think. I mean, maybe maybe Bill decides to just run like <laughs> triple option. I, I, would, I would say I would say this: James White's coming back. Um, James White's gonna have him a game. I think so. I think you're right. He's going to have him a game. Um, 
so let's let's dive in the comments. Uh, Mark said, "What do you guys think about Florida State? Um, I think they will be a little bit better this week because I like the new uh, quarterback, Jordan Travis. But we hadn't seen him against anybody decent, so who knows? Might have, Damian, might have found him a quarterback, but they needed a quarterback." Uh, Damian said, "Miami should have stayed with Tannehill as their quarterback. Fitzmagic is turning Miami into Fitz Tragic. Uh, uh, absolutely not. Tannehill was not good down there. He he's, needed, he's not yeah. the problem. He, no, that's, Fitz, that's Fitz isn't the problem. Nope, not in the slightest." <laughs> Uh, McKinnon said, I will say Seattle is something like 10 and four against East coast teams on the East coast, like yeah, East coast time noon games. I mean, they are just unbelievable. Like they're just ridiculous. Um, let's see. Darren McArdle said 49ers found a second string quarterback. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, we shall see. Uh, <laughs> yet he said sea level is sea level, Chris. <laughs> Uh, let's move into the rest of these right quick. Chargers lose on the road at the Bucks and, Look, this was a massive comeback. Uh, the Bucks were down what seventeen at one point. Uh, I thought it was twenty-one to seven. I don't know that they were down more than that, but maybe not. It was. Uh, let's see. It was twenty. Uh, uh, maybe no, it, it was, was 20, twenty-four. It was, it was twenty-four to seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I saw twenty-one-seven, and then yeah, this was kind of crazy. Uh, Tom Brady, thirty out of forty-six, three hundred sixty-nine yards, five touchdowns. Ronald Jones, twenty carries for one hundred eleven yards, and Mike Evans. Seven receptions, five, 122 yards, one Five touchdown. TDs to five different receivers. This is Tom Brady-esque right here, baby. That train is rolling. You want yes. to get out the way. Okay, he is coming into his form. He's coming into his own. But let me tell you what I'm most proud of on this one. Bruce Arians, ultimate football dude, all right? When he, after this game, he shook Anthony Lynn's hand, looked him right in the face and said, you have a star in the making, my friend. Yes. He said, take care of that kid. He's going to be special. Bruce knows QBs. I don't think I gave Justin Herbert near enough attention in this draft class. Dude. I thought it was a Tua and Burrow situation, and everybody else is going to play second or third fiddle and maybe maybe one day be something, but probably just back uh, Herbert, uh, I will say this. If you did it based on film, which is what we typically like to do, is, is watch right. them actually play. I, I don't I, care about underwear Olympics ever. I want to yeah. see what you do in a game. And, he and didn't this, look like this in Oregon. Yeah, he did not look like this at all. Uh, Terry jumps in, by the way. He said, you're going to make Burrow jealous. You might want to be careful no, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Burrow knows where I'm at. Uh, he knows where to find me. Hey, Terry said them hard eyes are coming back for Brady. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, that's never that. left. Listen, no, yeah, listen, first listen you can love your mama and your daddy. I got two kids. I love them both the same. Tell me I can't love them both at the same time. I call you a liar. That's the truth. It is the truth. McKinnon oh. said, uh, I've now lost my first three fantasy picks to injury. McCaffrey, Eckler, and Chubb. This is my first time in years playing. I've not been reminded uh, why I haven't played. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, Brady and Herbert are shutting the doubters up from Emperor of Rome. Uh, yeah. I mean, Brady, like, I don't know that there were a ton of doubters of Tom Brady. There were people that thought this could go terribly wrong. And then after week one, everyone was like, see, we told you, you can't just leave Bill's system and whatever. It just took time. And now, man, that train's rolling. Yes, and they are is. going to be a tough, tough out. Speaking of a tough out, the Ravens, 31-17 to over Washington. Um, you know, we kind of expected this. We, we expected it to be a little worse than it was. But uh, but I think the number pushed, didn't it? Like, didn't that end up reaching fourteen? Like, it opened at thirteen, got to fourteen. I, I it oh, so the number did get all the way to fourteen. Yeah. But a lot of people got it from twelve to fourteen, and those are all winners. Yep, those were all winners. So it it ended up pushing the closing line. But uh, but yeah, I mean, 
This is typical. Uh, Dwayne Haskins had 314 yards passing, 32 out of 45, pretty efficient numbers, but no touchdowns. So Yeah, I thought that was impressive. I thought he had a pretty good game against a really good quality opponent. Yes, he did. Now, they were never really in the game. They they went down early, and good gracious, Damien is trying to fire I know. you I see up, it. man. I see it. Like, I swear, he said, I didn't know that they deflate footballs in Tampa. <laughs> Listen, listen, if I was a Bears fan, I'd be shitting on everybody, too. I it's mean, that fine. makes sense. It was a bad day for the Bears yesterday. We'll, we'll get to them here momentarily. No worries, no worries. Uh, Birdie said, hello, Gary and Chris. Hope your weekend was profitable. Mine was. Holy God, I hit a money line round robin on Saturday. Whoo! I made I went some four and four Saturday. That wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever oh, done. Oh, my, my official picks went five and one on Saturday, so that was already yeah, no, good. Gary, but, Gary did awesome. No, Gary's ooh. had a great weekend. I, uh, I did pretty good yesterday. Most of the games that I actually bet on are played in our official picks either got canceled or pushed. Yeah. So, but, but I played a lot of games. I did really well. You have got that right. Uh, Cardinals go on the road to the Panthers. The Cardinals, unlike the Seahawks, have not figured out how to play in East Coast time as of yet. The Panthers get the win 31 to 21. Mike Davis taking over that role. Man, he, uh, he 16 uh, carries, 84 yards, one touchdown. Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good. 26 out of 37. Teddy, two gloves. Yep, 276 for two touchdowns. Uh, Bridgewater is looking fantastic right now. Hey, uh, our guy, our what? guy, Matt Rule, I thought this yep. team is so depleted with talent. There's no way he's going to have a good year one. At, at Temple, he had you? a shit year one. At Baylor, he had a shit year one. I just assumed, man, they're going to struggle to win two games. Brother, they got two off their back already, two hey. in a row. That's called a winning streak. Terry jumps in. He said, Panthers with that dub, baby. We're looking good all of a sudden. Uh, Birdie uh, said, rough weekend for me uh, on to tonight and next week. No, that's you got that go. right. You got that right. I, I – I, I want so many good things for that team because I just worship at the feet of Matt Rule. Yes. I, I love that man. I have followed his career ever since he got to Temple, and, and I just like the way he just leads. And, and, and you know, what, everything what about I, him I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of. What did I tell you about Joe Brady and Teddy Bridgewater? I, I told you before the no. season. I felt good about him. And if you are a good quarterback, you can make receivers. Right. Yes. Robbie Anderson. Well, no, they got good receivers. Yeah, Hang they've on. got good. They don't receivers. have to make good receivers. They've no, no, no. got I mean, they, really good receivers. They went. Out, they've got talent, and even without Christian McCaffrey, like I think that the team has actually operated better, a little better. So this is a. So this is a like a Bill Simmons you in theory kind of thing. Okay, you, you lose the best player in your franchise, and all of a sudden the team gets better because they're having to. They're so used to catering to the best player and building a system around the best player. Now that the best player is gone everybody can just do what they're good at and everybody goes forward a lot better. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's, how about we thought this defense was going to be just trash. These are, I mean, these are literally 11 guys where nine of them are rookies and they just shut down one of the best offenses. We thought we were going to see this year in the league. Well, that's uh, St. Robinson jumps in with a good question. Where is Kenyon Drake? It looked 13 carries, 35 yards, no touchdowns. I, I, I he think had, they gave uh, him the ball no catches. I mean, they, they just, they just shut him down. Well, look, here's the deal that I, we talked about this in the offseason. That Cardinals offensive line is still not good. No, like, they're still not good. And that defense, I, I talked about this earlier, before the season started. This is the team I thought they were going to be, okay? This yeah. was last year's Cleveland Browns team. Way overhyped, way too soon. They're not good in the trenches. They're not good on defense. 
I can't explain any better than that. That doesn't win in the NFL. They rolled off two big wins to open the season. I thought, I don't know anything about football because that's not <laughs> supposed to work. I've watched this game my entire life. And if you're not good in the trenches, you're not good on defense. You can't win in the NFL. And then not only do they lose, they lose to two teams that we all think are kind of bad. Yes. Yes. The Lions and the Panthers. They beat two good teams and they lose to two bad teams. That is so correct. I don't think we any of us know what in the hell we're talking about. Nope. No, none of it makes any sense this year. I mean, this year has just been absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the Vikings go on the road to the Texans and they, they get Bill O'Brien fired. They get a win, 31-23. to Dalvin Cook, 27 carries, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Deshaun Watson still looked pretty good. And had the guys decided to allow that to be a catch from Will Fuller at the end of the game, then you might have a tie game that's going into overtime, and who knows what ends up happening. You could have changed the entire trajectory of the AFC South, of the NFL period, of Chris's plus 1,000 ticket on first coach fire. Anything could have happened had they allowed that to be a catch at the end of the game. Uh, The Vikings are looking better now. Uh, Obviously, they lost two weeks ago to the Tennessee Titans. But, I mean, it was a close game. They lost on the last second field goal. They looked good. The offense is starting to roll now. They haven't looked bad except for week one against the Packers. And so far, everybody who's played the Packers. Week two, like week one against the Packers, the offense still kind of got going even though they were already down. Week two against the Colts is when they really looked awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah that, that's first right. three interceptions, like they didn't score at all. Like it was just a Oh, no, that was Cousins' worst game I've seen in a long time. I, you're for, I forgot about yes. that. You're right. It's bad. He, they did at least score tit for tat with the Packers. They just gave up a metric shit ton of points. Yes. Yes, you are correct about that. Uh, let's let's move off of that one. We uh, we won't spend too long on that. Rams, Giants, 17-9. to nine, uh not a ton to talk about there. I mean, it's it is it is what it is. Birdie said, "Oh yeah, sorry, Chris. I thought you were going to get that one." Um, which one? Oh, oh, Birdie said, "At least uh, we know rule still holds over Kingsbury." Uh, I like that comment. Yep. That's my favorite comment of the day, right there. Yep. I kind of forgot that that's an old Big Twelve rivalry, yep. and uh, and he he sure did dominate him at uh, at Texas Tech when he was at Baylor, and yep. uh, and he's he's gonna keep die. He's got his number. Uh, Mark once said, "How you guys like the New England quarterback dress?" Any idea what that is? I don't know. I, I, if he's referring to starting, um, um, oh my god, my brain just went dead. Brian Hoyer, Hoyer over over Stidham. Then I, I'm kind of disappointed with that. But you know, I tr- I trust Josh. I trust Bill. So yeah. if they're talking about the way they their uniform or something, I I have, I have no idea. We're doing the show. Me so. either. Me either. We got three more games to knock out here. Uh, Colts 19, Bears 11. Uh, this was a strange game. I don't think the Bears were ever really in it. It was just kind of it was uh, it was exactly what you expected. Ugly. This was a boring football. ass football game. Yes, it was. I ridiculous. do love. I do love the Bears' orange uniforms. Yes, those are. I, I, so I really do like the Bear orange uniforms. Oh. That's that that was that hurt for me to play them to see them play so poorly in those. What was the eight? That's what? A, what That's did the guys game. say in our chat yesterday? Like, if the Bears lose to the Colts in an election year, like a hundred percent of the time, if the Bears lose to the Colts in an election year, I'm trying to find a tweet, but it basically means that the Republicans win the win the White House. So, and if so, if the Colts win, then the Republicans. No, if the Colts win, the Republicans win. Okay. If the Bears win, the Democrats have won every year they've played in an election year. Hey, Bertie asked, "Is the Colts D for real?" 
I think so. I, I think they've played enough good teams to know. Here's the thing. they Maybe they haven't. They've played one really good offense, a, a, an offense that I think is really good in the Jaguars, and they kind of beat the hell out of them. Yeah. And then they've played a couple of shit offenses, and they look really good. Yeah. They, they make, the, the thing, they make bad offenses look bad, and that's what you're yeah, saying. You're not making mistakes to allow them to, you know, to, to do something squirrely and beat you. Yeah, no, that's true. If you play a team that's not great on offense, you you just know you're going to win that game. Damian jumped in and said, damn you, Foles. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll you tell you this. Had, you could have had Cam for a million bucks. From, from, what I, from what I heard, the Bears had two scouts in uh, North Dakota for the North Dakota State two Central scouts. Arkansas game. Two, two scouts. Two scouts, not just one. They wanted two different opinions on Lance. You got it. Uh, Damian said, Bears need to fire Pagano and hire Mike Singletary. Uh why would you hire Mike Singleton? Ah, the, anyway. the Bears, the Bears need to go to the tallest building in Chicago and hurl Ryan Pace straight off of it. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. Andrew I don't know if jumps that's in the Sears Tower or whatever they call it now, or if they built a bigger one since then. But they need to find it and you get him up there, and, and they just need him to push him off. <laughs> Andrew Ingles said, "Pats or Chiefs? Uh, the game coming up here pretty soon." Uh, Look, we're we're both on the Pats here, uh, just because he said it's minus seven and a half, and and that's ain't no way it's still seven. No, and a half. it's it's, it's eleven. Be bigger than that. It's you can find it at ten. You can find it at eleven. Uh, I mean, I'd probably still take the Pats just because you're getting so many points. But it, it's tough to bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes right now. Like I just like right I'm, now, I got eleven and a half at minus one hundred five at Bet Online. Like nope, I, I'm just I'm staying away. I'm staying. Away. I, I just ridiculous. Uh, Foles last five. Oh, uh, oh, for five, Trubisky, four and one, poor Bears. I don't even know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> now, now he's just drunk, crying into the to the thing. No, that's that's Birdie talking. That's oh, Birdie. okay. I thought that uh, was Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, the the Saturday afternoon game that was, I guess, the most exciting. That'd be the Bills and the Raiders. Bills moved to four and zero on the season. They stay undefeated with Josh Allen and that bunch. Derek Carr had himself a pretty good game. Thirty two out of forty four, three hundred eleven yards, two touchdowns. Devin Singletary was the leading rusher with 55 yards on 18 carries, had one touchdown. Stephon Diggs looked good, six receptions, 115 yards. He is the uh, the deep threat that Buffalo has been missing, and his catch radius is just absurd. Just absolutely. Just throw he's it so up and good. Note, note to all these teams, if you have an elite wide receiver, don't trade them away. Yeah, it's never the receiver. Uh, hey, it Saint hasn't Robinson, worked out yet. St. Robinson said, uh, said bills are for real, um, and David Chamello said it's 12 at Bet Online. Woo! I'll That's take the twelve. I, so I'm I'm staying away from it. Like I because they canceled my plus seven. I'm staying away. I don't know what to expect from Brian Hoyer. Uh, but with Chris Jones out, that I mean, it seems a little juicy to me. Either way, that, that, but, I will tell you that that's going to lend it to a lower scoring game. The Patriots are going to hold the football. They're going to keep Patrick on the sidelines, and they are going to run it with one of seventeen different running backs. Birdie said, "Can't wait till that Week Six game, Bills and Chiefs. I think the Bills might shock the world in that one." Uh, Mark One said, "There's a world in which both those teams could be undefeated." Uh, Andrew Engel said, "The league I'm in uses spreads from Thursday. It's locked to seven and a half. Uh, okay, so th- this isn't a gambling thing. This is yeah." Uh, look, if it's seven and a half, just roll. I'd probably roll. If you can change your pick to Chiefs, if you haven't made it already, yeah, I, I would. I would probably. I'm not gonna say that. My Pat's guy, man. No. Brown, Brown Yeti said that. I said it. Uh, I said it. Bills lose to Kansas City in AFC Championship game. I will stay on that all year. Uh, maybe so. I mean, this seems to be the year. Uh, let's talk about Sunday Night Football right quick before we jump into. We're, we're just gonna hit on a few college games today. 
Uh, Eagles 25, 49ers 20. Was this, like, this was surprising a little bit. I mean, there's so many injuries on both sides. You kind of didn't know what to expect. I thought the 49ers were the significantly better team. Uh, but the Eagles got it done. I mean, the backs against the wall needed a win in the worst kind of way. And they got it done. I mean, uh, you know, Carson Wentz didn't look great by any stretch of the imagination. He was uh, 18 out of 28, 193 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Like, he was, I I guess, the, the rushing game, like... It, like Philadelphia averaged 3.3 yards per rush. Uh, had it not been for Nick Mullins' two interceptions, I don't know that – I don't know the San Francisco – If it's not for the two interceptions, this is not close. Yeah. I mean, it, it's The kinda... 49ers win this game. They kind of win it running away. They scored on both of those interceptions, um, and and that's the difference in the game. I mean, it's, it's just absurd. It's absurd. Uh, George Kittle, by the way. 15 receptions, 183 yards, one touchdown in his return game. <laughs> so so George Kittle had a had a reception this game that he's done this many times. It wasn't even the touchdown play um, where he just caught the ball and it looked like it was going to be like one of those screen passes, tackle for a loss. He just shoves a grown man, an adult grown man that plays professional football to the ground. And then he shoves another grown man to the ground. He shoves another grown man to the ground. And he gets like 15 yards out of it. And I think, I don't, I don't know how you make somebody like that. And then I saw the Brian, Brandon Ayuk play, which actually happened before the Kittle play, <laughs> where where he runs off. And I just think I, I'm not the same species as these people. Yeah, it's absurd. It's absolutely like, absurd. Like, this is this is not a thing where I'm expecting – like, yes, I get that there are different ranges of athleticism. No, no, we we cannot share any genetic code that makes us the same. We just can't. Yeah, no, it's not even close. It's not even close. Like, I just – yeah, the whole thing's weird. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, Birdie said, let's not forget the Niners beat the Giants and Jets. This current Niners roster is a bit overrated. Agreed. I understand who they beat. Mm. I'm with you. I don't, um, I don't know about that. I, I just I, think this current roster is beat up. Yeah, it's bad. depleted. What, what he's saying is the, the players that are playing were a little bit overrated going into this game. And that part of that had to do with how bad the Eagles have looked. Um, but, you know, either way, Mark jumped in. He said, uh, you guys do your homework. Thanks. Hey. Appreciate that, Mark. We appreciate that. Damien said Patriots are going to get destroyed, forty-five to ten. That is just a Bears fan that is upset, that is spouting off fire at the rest of the world. We understand your pain, Damien. It's okay. It's a, we're here for you. We're we're going to give you this platform to spew this crap that you talk. <laughs> one you day, one here. day you'll one day you'll come around to the light, Damien. <laughs> it's okay. All right, we're fifty-one minutes into the show. We're going to spend like ten minutes talking about college football. Um, Alabama's good. Georgia's good. Florida's good. Uh, BYU's good. BYU, BYU is really good. Yes. Uh, Clemson, 41-23 to 23 over Virginia. Uh, they're fine. This, they're fine. They're playing against Miami this week. They were looking ahead. It is what it is. Alabama, 52-24 over A&M. Uh, Mac Jones, 20 out of 27, 437, uh, sorry, 435 yards, four touchdowns. He averaged over 16 yards per pass. Per pass. Like, attempt. Like, absurd. The whole thing's ridiculous. Um, John Mechie is the new guy that takes over for Jerry, Judy, and all those guys. Five receptions, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Just ridiculous. They got, they got guys for days. Kyle Trask is probably your Heisman leader at this point. 21 out of 29, 268 yards, four touchdowns against South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina got him a running back. Kevin Harris, 22 carries, 100 yards, one touchdown. Look good. Look good. South Carolina, man, they, they have 
I mean, they've scared some teams. But my God, yeah. Will Muschamp, what the hell are you doing? I swear to God, you you're down by two scores and you take the football and run out the clock with it. You get the ball back with seven and a half minutes left and do a fourteen play drive that takes the they, entire time. Like, yeah, I was about to say they took all seven minutes to score that touchdown. Oh my God, uh, David Chamillo said, "See you later, fellas. Game time. Cheers to that." Yeah, we're getting out of here. Um, let's see. Birdie said, "I'm switching to the Kansas City games, fellas. Uh, see you Wednesday. Good luck with your plays tonight." Hey, don't forget tomorrow sbrpicks.com/ncaf sportsbook review YouTube page. Uh, we're giving out all of our college football stuff on that. Uh, Mark wants to know about Notre Dame FSU. Tune in tomorrow. Sportsbook Review. We're going to knock it out. Uh, Georgia Auburn, 27 to 6. Georgia absolutely throttles just a beatdown of epic proportions, but we have come to expect that every time Auburn goes to Athens, there's not really a lot to discuss there. They may have found a quarterback. Stetson Bennett looks good. TCU, 33 to 31 over Texas. Uh, what What are your thoughts here? Uh, TCU's okay. Texas has got problems. I think, t- I think TCU's okay, and I think Texas is okay. If, if any of a number of plays go the other direction, then Texas wins this game. You know, I mean, it, it was that close. So it is but it's, it is. But it's bad for Texas to win that game because that win would cover up the flaws that they have. I agree. The loss exposes the flaws for what they are, and Texas can begin to address them probably. This is true. This is true. Uh, UCF loses 34-26 to to Tulsa. Uh, that is Four straight a, wins in the series for Tulsa, by the way. I don't they, know. They had a 16-point lead in this game at one point in time. It was 16 nothing. Uh, yes. I'd like, to, like to point that out. Yes, they did. Uh, that turned into 16-2, to two, which then I think turned into 23-2, to two, didn't it? Yeah, yes. 23-2, to two, and then, uh, and then you know, only scored three points in the second half. Uh, they, they, got, they got destroyed. It, I mean, it just it, – you can't allow that. Uh, North Carolina did not look great, 26-22 over Boston College, um, but we kind of expected that. Like, if you watch the, the Saturday morning show, I, or, or even the Tuesday show, I told you, Boston College, not bad. Arkansas yeah. gets an upset win over Mississippi State, 21-14, to and this is the Mike Leach that we have come to know. Um, it is what it is. Like it, Again, this is one of those where if any number of things goes the other way, then Mississippi State wins the game. They probably should have won the game, but uh, enough stuff went wrong that Arkansas gets their first win in over a thousand days uh, against an SEC opponent. Twenty seventeen was the last time, and for those that did not see the tweet, Tua had not yet started a game. Um, Patrick Mahomes had not yet started an NFL game. I mean, all sorts of different stuff has happened. It was three coaches ago. Yeah, it was insane. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Bre- Brett Bielema was still the Arkansas coach last time they yes. won an SEC game. Um, Oklahoma they State. were still paying three coaches at that time. <laughs> yes. They were still paying Houston Nutt and Bobby Petrino. Yes, but, they were. <laughs> but three coaches ago. <laughs> Oklahoma loses to Iowa State uh, for the first time since 1960. That is 60 years Iowa ago. Iowa State's still alive in the Big 12. Yes, they certainly are. I'm feeling good about that. LSU gets a massive win. Tennessee gets a massive win. NC State yeah. upsets. Uh, well, Tennessee beat Missouri thirty-five to twelve. Whenever, I'm saying, like, whenever, whenever you need to feel good about yourself, bring on Missouri or, or bring Vanderbilt. On Vanderbilt. Yeah, for that matter. Uh, good NC, for the good for the self-esteem. NC State uh, looked pretty good against that Pitt defense. Thirty to twenty-nine, they get the upset win in the last that, seconds. Listen, that was an interesting game. It most certainly was. It most certainly was. Uh, and and Pitt somehow is a six-point favorite. At BC this week, and I thought maybe there was I don't like, get it. I don't get it. it. No, because it opened at three. Like yeah, it, it makes I no sense. Uh, and everybody S- loves Pitt. That's so weird. Yep, SMU loses some massive, massive players. Reggie Roberson, five receptions, two hundred forty-three yards, two touchdowns, leaves with a knee injury. 
And uh, but SMU still had put up enough got points, the win. and they got the uh, they got the W. Uh, interesting games. West Virginia beats Baylor in double overtime. Oh, that would um, hurt me. Kansas State wins by ten over Texas Tech. Uh, I think Kansas State might be a pretty good football team. Virginia Tech gets a thirty-eight to thirty-one win over Duke, and uh, and I'm telling you that David Cutcliffe understands what the spread is because that line closed at ten, and he kicked a field goal. Uh, in in the last little bit of that game, just to cover Ole Miss, no chance to win. That's right. Yep, Ole Miss wins the ball game on a missed extra point from Kentucky. I think that might have been, uh, you know, that that was due after missing the PAT against Mississippi State last year. I mean, listen, we'll see. that that was just good clean living by your boy right here. Oh, That's it all that is. Was. It most certainly was. So now we've got Ole Miss in Alabama this week, and that should be uh, a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to live a lot better than I am. Uh, for that one. <laughs> Air Force wins 40 to 7 even though they had like 20 guys out just kind of ridiculous. This Navy team is a Navy disaster. not good at football. Keep betting against them. You got that right. You got that right. Every now and then they're going to come back and surprise you, but for the most part you're no, going to win more than There the are no more two lanes on the schedule. They are done. correct. Florida State found themselves a quarterback. Uh they win 41 to 24 over Jacksonville State. Um you know, Jordan Travis looks good. Like he, he's, he. I think he's the mobile. Was that game twenty-one to nothing or twenty-four to nothing? Uh, Jacksonville State. You mean? Yes. No, they, they were up fourteen to nothing. Fourteen and then to they nothing. Were up 20, and then they were up twenty-one to seven. Okay, and, okay. The twenty. Yeah. They, they had scored seven before they got twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then then Florida State ends up right <coughs> in the second half. So other Excuse than that, me. uh, you know, it, this wasn't a, a massive week by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, but some good stuff. Good stuff. So, with that said, uh, we got this in under an hour. We're at 58 minutes now, so I feel all right. I feel all right. Uh, Terry said, damn straight they should have won, talking about Mississippi State. Yeah. Uh, Brown Yeti said, Texas in their big heads. I told you off balance for defensive. Uh, yeah. And then Mark said, uh, Mississippi State surprised me. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Of course. It is what it is. A lot of people jumping out said it's game time. It is game time. And so, we're going to go ahead and let you guys jump over to that. Uh, with that said, of course, Watch our college football stuff over at SBR Picks. Our opening line show was earlier today. We knocked that out. Then we knocked this out. We'll be back on SBR tomorrow, the Sportsbook Review YouTube page, or you can find it over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. We are going live tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, giving our official picks for the Week 6 college football slate. Uh, if you watched me last week, you went 5-1 and one if you took my picks, so hopefully you do the same again, uh, and hopefully I win again. I mean, my God, I, I wore my lucky banana uh, uh, boxers last week, so I'm going to have to do the same thing. i got to make sure I get my laundry done. But either way, uh, Terry, Terry said baseball has been on the whole time. Hey, cheers to it. Cheers to it. But now we got football coming on, so we're going to flip that on. All right, go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Chris, has anything come across the wire that we need to hit? Nope, that's it. Not a thing. You guys take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it out. All that good stuff. We will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.